Hey, everybody, this is Jeremy from the My Franchise Football Podcast. And as I told you guys before, I am doing the Scott Fish Bowl this year. And part of the Scott Fish Bowl is charity. So my charity this year is going to be a Mother's Love Initiative. That is a Mother's Love, I-N-I-T-I-A-T-I-V-E.org. And there are two ways that you can donate. The first way is just go right to their website and press donate. Or you can pledge to me. And what I'm doing is $1 for every victory I have in the league. Anyone who wants to make that pledge, just hit me up on Facebook or on Twitter. And I will add you to the list. And then we will report out what the winnings will be at the end of the year. That's a motherlovesinitiative.org. And that's for the Scott Fish Bowl 2022 season. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. This is Justin. Pod on You Loons, this is Sam. And Oi! Pod on You Loons! James here, mate! <laughs> uh, I get, go, I, baby! <laughs> if you can't tell, that's not James, folks. Uh, that is Sam doing an impression of James. I don't know if it was believable or not. I'll let you decide. But yeah, we don't have James today. He's actually currently doing a 24-hour live stream which is crazy and big props to him for doing that (laughs) but man that's a long time man like what would your wife do if you told her that you were going to do a 24-hour live stream of anything so i did on two occasions i've done a 24-hour board game marathon at the board game place that i'd go to okay so like once a year they would have they haven't done one recently which is unfortunate but they would have around this time of year they would have a 24 hour marathon gaming session for 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 charity right so like they they had a charity for uh teen suicide that they would donate to but anyway it was like it was really fun but man 24 hours straight of doing something is a lot and in the end you are you are like you are on the verge of going crazy. So yes, maybe my wife was cool with it. She was cool with it. She actually did one of them with me. Not the whole time. Okay. Uh, she, she, she only, st- she, she went to bed, but uh, it, like she went for like probably like 12 hours with me, but man, it is hard to do something for 20 to, for 24 hours. So James, I commend you. Good luck. Uh, hopefully you have something to keep you awake <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I remember I did relay for life in high school once and I, I remember afterwards just collapsing, just absolutely collapsing. My family went on vacation the next day. I am not someone that can fall asleep in a car, but I fell asleep for that entire car ride, then got into my bed and slept like 12 more hours. It was it was insane. Just conked out. Now, wh- one thing that I don't think I've ever brought up on this show before, I have two brothers that are significantly younger than me. One of them is 20 years younger than me. He's in, actually, he is just starting his freshman year of high school, which is crazy when someone you are 20 years older than is now in high school. So uh, Jamie is his name. He is an aspiring YouTuber. And he did did this funny YouTube challenge a couple of years ago where he basically lived in a box all day. 
So what? He had, he had a cardboard box. <laughs> yes. And oh my gosh, I love it. He did have a bathroom plan. Kudos to him. He did have a bathroom plan. He was allowed to use the bathroom three times, which his third time was way too early in, into the into the twenty four hour fest. So I don't know if he cheated at all, but the the part that I thought was funny as his adult brother sort of watching back is on his YouTube video, I see my stepmom dropping off his chicken nuggets and his in his French fries. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, so you're this, you're trying to be this big time YouTuber, but mommy's dropping off your lunch because you're not allowed to leave a box. <laughs> That's fantastic. I think that you should talk to Sarah and see if she'll do that for you. See if you can, you're going to, you're going to, you know, just live in a box for a day. She might look at you like you're crazy if you if you said that. It's for charity. It's for charity. Will, will you bring me pizza rolls, Sarah? <laughs> so, so what time did James start this? Was it two o'clock? You said I think two o'clock. I think it was time? two o'clock. So, I'm gonna publish this right away. Uh, you, you know, I'll, I'll I'll do minimal editing. I'll publish this. So, anyone listening, if it's before two p.m. on Monday Central Time. Go, go check out James. I, I don't know. Like, should we just peek in on him? See what he's doing right now? I mean, you can if you want to. That'd be fun. The last time I peeked in on him, he was uh, he was playing this like. So it's mostly gaming that he's doing. And he was playing like a karaoke game. So I click on his link and Is he's it singing. He, well, yeah, he's on Twitch. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to find this. Yeah. Like it's on. Not only is it on his Twitter, but I put it on the Pod on Yulun's Twitter as well. But the last time I saw him do one of these, he he basically was Rick rolling us. He was singing the Rick Astley song "Never Gonna Give oh, You Up" awesome. on karaoke. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm I'm loading him up right now. Let's see what he's doing. He is pl- playing. What stuff are you playing? Which no, I mean he still says for like 50k to therapist for some weird ass reason. Oh, yeah, James, he's swearing. Places. Come on, James. Oh, come on, James. We can't put that on the pod. Here, I'm going to tell him that he's on the air. Oh, okay. I don't have the app, so I'm not allowed to chat with him. Uh, he made a nice airplane reference there. Good job, James. He's playing a game called Escape from Tarkov. I've never even heard of that. Have you heard of that? It's uh, it's like a first-person shooter, but but it's like super nerdy. At least that's what I gather from from conversations with James. Not not trying okay. to knock anyone out there. This isn't me demi- like demeaning your thing. It's super cool, but it's uh, it seems like it's some pretty serious like like war simulation thing. So you have to, it like it factors in how much your weight, like how much weight your gear, like and how it affects your stamina and stuff. Like it's wild. Like all the like the okay. intricities, like whatever that word is, right? The, the things that it, yes, intri- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. It's 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 kind of niche, but it's cool. Yeah. All right. Following well, James, I I see a lot of ads for it. I assume because I interact with him, that I also get ads for the thing he interacts with. I was looking at, and and you know we'll move on from this. And I I did turn off his Twitch stream because this is a podcast. It's an audio only podcast, so us mystery science theatering him probably isn't going to do the listeners any good. But I did see he has merch now. What he has merch? 
Yeah, he has merch before now. we have merch. Oh man, that's sweet though. It because his he's, he's got a logo. James Ford. Have you seen yeah. his logo before? I haven't seen his logo before. I like it. I think this is new. He, I, he always used the Captain Morgan logo because he's been the captain forever. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't know who designed this logo. It kind of looks, Ooh. the C looks kind of like a Death Star and that immediately goes into the J and then there's an F. I, uh, I, yeah. I, so I went to Twitch and I'm trying to, I, I'm, I'm at like the, the dashboard for it or whatever. I have to click a, a warning to watch this stream it says this bro- the broadcaster has indicated the channel is intended for mature audiences uh, okay james well, <laughs> he he keeps it squeaky clean when he's on pot on loons well yeah like i said i us mystery science theatering him uh probably not going to do our listeners on an audio only podcast any good though can can i share really quick you know, it's it's about to be fall. My first day of work back from summer vacation is tomorrow. It's about to be fall. Can I share my million dollar idea that I will never actually do, but someone out there might? <laughs> sure. You know, like Mystery Science Theater. Someone needs to do that, but for the Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, man. Maybe that could be your thing. Maybe we should do, maybe we we do like a bonus episode or something where we do it. Where we do like a watch along. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that, Sam. It's just very Justin neat. And I with a, <laughs> Justin and I with a box of wine. A <laughs> uh, carton of eggnog. Maybe some, maybe some spiked eggnog. That would yeah. be great. Uh, and we're, yeah, I, I mean, think about the commentary we could have every time. Every time the, the woman who is so career first that she forgot about her love life. She she goes to the small town. She meets the the widowed single father. Like imagine the commentary we'd have. We could do a we could. They have plenty of like bingos, like drinking bingos for those. Like those have already oh, been yeah made for us. We could have that extra element too. That that might make things a little spicier. See, so someone already did all the groundwork for us. It's just there for <laughs> our taking to just. We'd make millions. Post a uh, a Minnesota United playoff run, I think this is. I think this will be our winter project. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I want to say one last thing about James's stream before we move on to talking about the loons just being really good at soccer. I think you all should jump on this thing at the tail end. Like what I was talking about being delirious during my twenty four hour board gaming streaming <laughs> session. Like if you can interact with him, because he's not he, is he he's not taking any breaks, right? I don't think so. So you you interact with him on the tail end, maybe not like the tail tail end, because maybe he'll get like a second wind with when, with the finish line in sight, right? But you interact with him on your lunch break, you might get some peak, just high quality high quality delirium. So yeah, highly recommend that for all of you. <laughs> I- Great idea. Yeah, great idea. That will be around when my lunch break is. I plan to do that. Well, all right, um, guys, let, let's just get into it. So uh, obviously a great, obviously a great Loons win yesterday against Houston Dynamo, come from behind win. We, we do have a sucky part to that, though. 
And that is Baki Debasi leaves the game in the seventh minute with a knee injury, non-contact muscular injury. I don't totally know what that is, but yeah, he says it doesn't look good. Yeah, you might have more information than we do uh, on Monday morning, but uh, yeah, everything points to the season being over. Heath wasn't optimistic post game, right? He said it doesn't look good in his post game interview. Huge bummer for a guy that's just played so well. He's played so well this year, and 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 I would, I I mean, I love Boxy, and I give so much praise for Boxy on this show, but I think. Debasi might be the better defender on this team. And it's really a big bummer to lose him because he's been so good for us these last few years. Yeah. Um, and I guess that leaves me to the big question here is what do we do without him? Well, I know that some people have been talking about on Loon's Twitter, but there is a certain U.S. men's national team center back that is a free agent that, you know, he he played in Germany do you know what the weather is like in Wolfsburg? Is that uh, is that a a cold weather climate? Does he? Do you think Jonathan Brooks would would like to come play for the Loons? Because I'd like to see Jonathan Brooks. I, I that's kind of a pipe dream, but that is a big name, good quality center back that is on the market right now. Yeah, I I mean this is what I would tell anyone listening is that if we if if you guys see breaking news, Loon signed John Brooks. Get pumped because that is such an we're all in. Let's LFG. Let's go. If that actually happens, get psyched. If that doesn't happen, I would say that is to be expected. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, don't don't just be like, oh, well, I guess we're not serious about this. That doesn't sound like a very loons move. This guy would if we were to bring in John Brooks, he'd immediately be one of the highest earners on the team, if not the highest earner on the team. And I'm not sure, I, again, I don't have a master's degree in player allocations for MLS rosters, but we do we do not have an empty DP spot. He's really we good. Assume, we prob- assume Mender he'd, he'd have be to be one, right? He would, he would have to be one. Though Gareth Bale isn't, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if LAFC calls, but they haven't yet, right? Yeah, he's he's really good. I know that I talk a lot in FIFA, but like I'll, I'm going to bring FIFA up. He's a 78 in FIFA, which is like he could start in the Premier League according to that FIFA score. Yeah. So he's really good. Like he's he's a good he's player. He's only 29 years he's old. Only, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's he's got years left in the tank. I know that he kind of he just got in the doghouse with a men's national team. They don't seem to care about him. But to start in the Bundesliga for, uh, I mean, Wolfsburg's good, right? Like they're, or at least yeah. they're like a yeah. well-known team. And to have just, like, to just not be playing, it's very, very interesting. Maybe, I, I mean, maybe he was that waiting. Probably for the means wins. he's he's holding out for <laughs> yeah. something good. Oh, he yeah. would have to pay the guy. That doesn't sound like a very loons move. No, it doesn't. Um, you know, we'll we'll go over who is next in line on our roster currently. I wouldn't be surprised if the Loons bring in someone. I would be very surprised if you've ever heard of them. Yeah, it's got to be a free agent, though. You know, because yeah. this is this is kind of we're in the Kai Kamara territory where I, I think because he he was a free agent. We had to pay Colorado because 
they had his MLS rights or whatever. Sure. But we have that this has to be a free agent at this point. Like it is not a transfer that cannot be on a roster. Right. So this might be someone you've never heard of. It might. But it, it, like, I don't know where are they coming from? You know, there are free agent center backs of note. If, if you just kind of search the database. Right. Go, what do you got? Go you got on. some names for me? No, like we've never heard of any of these, but but if you were to look at their FIFA profile, they fit the MLS. Like there are players that you can bring in, not, not players that are going to be, you know, necessarily Debossi level, but there are players out there. I think you said it best, like the Kai Kamaras of the world. We just haven't done this for Defender before, but the Kai Kamaras of the world are out there. The, um... I, we've done this with striker all the time. Who <laughs> are the other strikers we've brought in? Yeah, uh, I mean, that, who's that guy that was on Portland forever that was with our team last year? Who was oh, that? Yeah. Oh my god, why am I blanking on his name? The guy that was with Portland forever. Every, oh. Everyone's like, everyone's yelling at their we, speaker. We right can't now. even. Like, no, idiots. they aren't because they don't remember his name either. <laughs> I mean, he, he was a big deal for Portland. Like once upon a time, why can't I mean? I don't even know Nate, if, got a if goal Nate was it. listening, he'd be yelling at us, but he's not listening. Uh, there for sure is something you, yelling you, at us. You have me intrigued. I I pulled up transfer marked, like their free agent center back list. Yeah, I don't know any of these names. <laughs> no, you're not going to know any of these but, names. But there's some guys that are worth, you know, yes. something. <laughs> I would say there's a decent chance we bring in someone. I would say there's not a very big chance that it's John Brooks. But... Hey, that's okay. And here's the other thing. We do have players on the roster, right? We, we do have players on the roster. Most obvious example, Brent Coleman. Most obvious example, Brent Coleman. We Brent Coleman's mustache. Is that also another, another center back? <laughs> well, I, I mean, that, that is part of it is when someone grows a mustache, you know that they're up for a challenge and... He he's looking the part right now. He looked the part. He, he he did play well down the stretch, for sure. And like to me, he's the obvious fill in. If we, you, you know, for example, you could move Kamar Lawrence into center into center back. He has played center back before, but let's just assume that you keep uh, Kamar Lawrence where he is, and you move an existing player on our roster into center back. Brent Coleman is kind of that obvious. Uh, next man up that you would put in there because any time we've been down a center back, he is the next one up. He's the last remaining loon from the NASL days. He's been on the team a long time, basically a career backup center back for us. Now, besides him wanting to be on the team, there are two reasons he is on the team. Two, two reasons from the club, uh, from the club standpoint for why he's on the team. The first one is that the price has been right this entire time. Okay, we, we're, able, we're able to pay him the money that we want to pay a backup center back. But the second part of why he's been on this roster so time is as the bar has consistently been raised from 2017 to 2022, he has consistently been able to stay above that bar. And for that reason... Like, I know there have been some times when we have brought him in where he doesn't look the greatest, but there have also been a lot of times where we've brought him in and we've frankly been just 
super lucky to have a guy like that as roster depth. Yeah, think, he looks the part. Yeah, think about how important he's been just these last few years with with uh did Debossi get hurt last year? Am I if am I remembering that correctly? Or was that I mean, two Boxy's, years ago? Boxy has missed some time. But like but, uh, but but what I guess what I'm trying to say is is whether it's Icopara, you know, like that situation, whether it's there's been there have been situations these last few years where Brent Coleman has always started for us. Like every season that we've done this podcast, there has been a stretch where he has needed to start and be counted on. And he's been able to be successful. Are there times where we are irritated with him or he doesn't make a play? Yes, but that happens to everybody, right? But he has been dependable every time this team has called on him to start. And I would assume that the same thing will happen this time. But but the problem, though, is it's like, well, what happens if we have another injury? Knock on <laughs> knock on wood, right? Like, yeah. Like, Again, we're a little stitious. I mean, beyond that, what what are what are what are options? Uh it's it's Colin Montgomery or yep. uh or Nabi, Nabi Kibanguchi, right? Like those are the two in-house people that I can think of off the top of my head. Or sliding in Kamar Lawrence and having DJ Taylor play. That's true. Is that is that something we know is 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 on in the cards? Does he well, have Kamar that? Well, Kamar Lawrence has played center back before. He's played okay. center back in the MLS um, as recently as last year for Toronto. Gotcha. That is courtesy of the Twitter account MNUFC News. <laughs> Shout out to you for uh, keeping us informed. So we we do know that Kamar Lawrence is an option. I mean, Robin Lid, right? We've seen him fill in everywhere else. Why can't <laughs> he fill in at center back? I think I, we should we start should we start the campaign? I think that Robin Ludd is our third center back right now. He, do you think he would just after would, Coleman? I don't think he's the third center back after. I know he's not. This is me being funny. Should we yeah. make the campaign though that he should be the next? No, he, it should not be. I hope that we do not put Robin Ludd at center back. <laughs> so I, I, I do. I did have one more point I wanted to make about Brent Coleman, and I, I'm, I'm being a bad podcaster here. Uh, because I did not do the research ahead of time. This is just kind of my, my recollection. And I only thought about this today. And I, I have two little kids. And I had to mow the lawn and a lot of other stuff today. So so forgive me here. I feel like a lot of the times where we have been upset at the play of Brent Coleman have been when we sub him in for like a more attacking-minded player like Reynoso to help us ride the bus for the rest of the game. And Brent Coleman more or less sits back because that that is what he's been assigned to do. And right, like Loons fans, we all know this. Parking the bus is one of the most nerve wracking uh, experiences as a Loons fan because that that seems to be when everything falls apart. Brent's got to come in because we got we got to we got to we got to ride that one goal lead for 10 minutes. Right. Oh, boy. So. So I, I guess I would encourage people to think about all the times that Brent Coleman has filled in for Boxy or Debassi or Opara or whoever it has been over the years and it has come on and is really impressed and has earned a lot of praise and even um, man of the match uh, consideration. You know, he's great on the set pieces. He's banged in a couple of goals, especially off of corners. Like, I, I think you do get a lot with Brent Coleman. And I don't want some of these ride the bus situations to uh, basically spoil our expectations 
uh, if Coleman is the guy going forward. So last year, I'm looking at his stats, and he has a... So in the the, the rating system for players, um, I think it's a, a 10 scale, but like a 7 is good. Like if you get a 7 match rating, that means you're a good player. Um, he, his average last year in the 20 games, he, he played 20 games last season. He started 13. He had a 7.02. So that's a green stat. Like yeah. he, he played as a starter last year. Uh, this year, his number's a little bit down. He's only played, he's started eight matches. He started eight matches. I guess we have had, we have yeah. had things to deal with. Um, but he's at a 6.74, which is not as good, but that's still, I mean, if you're, if your idea is that he's your third center back, that sounds like a very solid number for your third guy. And we've seen that he can start, if he gets consistent form, he's going to play well for us. So, you know, let, let's, I'm guessing that's going to be the thing, right? Like they're going to start him. John Brooks can be our pipe dream, but it's, 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 it's having Brent Coleman start. And it's finding someone we've never heard of, you know, to come in to be like a, just so a break in, in case of emergency break glass. Um, Cause I also, I want to see what Nobby can do. I want to see what Colin Montgomery can do. Right. Yeah. It, maybe they're good. Yeah. They're, just they're both young. <laughs> I mean, Callum Montgomery gets Canadian national team consideration. He, right. he has some caps, I believe, or at least has been to camp. Um, I, I guess the only, the only other thing that I would say is <laughs> remember who we thought our back four was in the preseason, right? It was Chase Gasper. It, it was, uh, you know, Debassi. Oh my gosh, who's, who's now gone? Boxy, he's still there, and, and then it was Ramon Metinier on the right, and right that that's not our back four anymore. And we have consistently had a, a great defense that doesn't let in a lot of goals. I mean, we we've seen this in the Allianz Field era, right? Like since year three, since year three of this. Uh, whole MLS uh, experience for us Loons fans since year three, we have had inconsistencies on, on in the back line and we've overcome those right. 2019 Justin's guy, um, Calvo, right? Like that, <laughs> you, you know, uh, life after Opara, right? Like life after Opara didn't even seem that bad. So there, there have been a lot of these things before. And this Adrian Heath system seems to be friendly to defensive players who slot into that system. So I I guess I would stay pretty confident that whatever happens, whether it's Coleman, whether it's Montgomery, Kimanguchi, or someone new, or Kamar Lawrence and DJ Taylor uh, replacing Lawrence on the outside, something is going to work is what I'm getting at. Our MLS hopes, our MLS Cup champion hopes are not dashed because of this injury. It sucks. It sucks. But keep the faith. Yeah, keep the faith, folks. We're going to be just fine. All right. Um, let's, let's just kind of run down some of our other teams. The U.S. Women's National Team has some upcoming friendlies. Uh, Saturday, September 3rd in Kansas City as well as Tuesday, September 6th in Washington, D.C. Both of those friendlies are against Nigeria. 
So that should be cool to see what they have going on. And then Minnesota Aurora just unveiled their new mascot, Rory, a dinosaur at the Minnesota State Fair on Saturday. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, does Rory have the uh, CC seal of approval yet? Have you have you showed pictures of of Rory? I have not, but CC just got a dinosaur dress for Joey's birthday. Ooh, nice. So now I don't have to buy CC any Aurora merch. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm I'm kidding. I'll still buy the Aurora merch. Uh, but it, it's it's. You no, know, it's it's cool. I I love that we have a dinosaur as our mascot. That that's such a now forever people are gonna be like, so why is a dinosaur your mascot? And we'll be like, why wouldn't it be our mascot? <laughs> yeah, come on, dinosaurs are cool. Don't you like dinosaurs? Dinosaurs are sweet. Uh, they they unleashed it. So it was they had, there was like a, a parade. That's the word I'm looking for. There was a parade at the fair. That's where they introduced uh, Rory. Uh, she rode in, a, in a, a convertible with some players from the team and the coach. Uh, but they also put out a great tweet with a... They, they took a clip from Jurassic Park, the, uh, the, the iconic scene where they first... You know, the welcome to Jurassic Park. Uh, they, they took that and made it a, a reveal. It was kind of cute. I liked it. You should check that out, folks, if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I saw it. It was, it was pretty top-notch. And I, I just got this as you were saying it. Rory sounds like Aurora. Yeah, that's why it's Rory. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and, di- <laughs> and dinosaurs go roar. Okay. This oh, oh, okay. I like yeah. that angle. I was going to say, we call we call our dog Aurora Rory all the time. Aurora. We've got nicknames. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I this, like it. This that's makes, good. This actually is less random than I thought it was. I love the randomness, but now that I'm seeing a little connection here, I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's good. Rory. Rory is great. I hope uh, I hope Rory gets some of the... Right, we were just talking an episode or two ago about the Korean baseball team, the NC Dinos, and how their mascot is just this buff dinosaur called Swole Daddy. And you can get a shirt that says Flexosaurus Rex on it. I think Aurorasaurus was the hashtag that they're using, so maybe they're gonna, maybe they're gonna roll with that. Yeah, or maybe Rory needs to hit up the gym, so <laughs> so she can be Flexosaurus. Maybe, maybe we'll see Rory hitting some sick bicycle kicks like our boy Luis Amaria tried. Yeah, we'll see some cool like it'll be like a really good at soccer dinosaur. Yeah, or. Or maybe Rory will star in a teen drama on the WB where it's about Rory's relationship with her very young mother and oh my her God. experience in prep school. We're, are, we bringing, are we bringing that show back up on this podcast? Do, have, we, have we talked about that show on here yet? I think we have. I feel like we've talked about what's it. What's it called again? The, the Gilmore Girls. Oh, yeah. The Gilmore Girls. Sarah loves the Gilmore Girls. Every I know a lot. Most people like the Gilmore Girls. Ooh, look who's here. Ooh, special guest. Hi. You say hi. What are you watching? <laughs> say it louder. <laughs> Paw Patrol. <laughs> Paw Patrol. That was great. Oh, what's up? Hey, Susie. We're watching Paw Patrol. 
that that's pretty much my life is Paw Patrol and the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So the Gilmore Girls, that is Sarah's like favorite show of all time. And I've I've been watching through it with her, but and I forget how many seasons there are, like eight or something. And I think we're still on like season five and we've we started like four years ago. You're still yeah, hungry? You seem to what have do you some... want? What do you want to eat? <laughs> yeah, the last four years have been what pretty busy for you. I could I could imagine why you wouldn't finish the show. <laughs> what, what do you want to eat, Cece? Um, I'll get some my food that you got me. I don't want milk. Okay. Here, Justin, you talk about the mangoes <laughs> and the doubloons. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll get us to the game. You go pre- perform your parenting you, duties. You, yes, you you just talk about the mangoes <laughs> and the doubloons. I'm gonna go get some milk. One second here. All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, Ford Madison, they played last Wednesday. They had a zero zero draw versus North Carolina FC. They are facing Union Omaha this Wednesday, August 31st. So check them out. I believe it's a seven o'clock game. They are currently in fifth place. Uh, in USL 1 with nine games to go, the top six teams make the playoffs. So the Mingos are looking good after last season's debacle. All those losses, it looks like the Mingos are, are figuring it out and they look like a playoff team. So let's let's see them keep that together. It'll be fun to watch them. Uh, the Dubloons, speaking about playoffs, the Dubloons are, it's not looking good for them. They had they had a, a game last week that went on while we were recording. It was a 1-1 win, but it was 3-1 in PKs versus the Real Monarchs. After the Loons game, the Loons played Houston Dynamo, as you know. Uh, there was a doubleheader that happened at Allianz Field. Minnesota United 2, the Dubloons played after the Houston game. They played Houston Dynamo 2, which was a big game for playoff implications because... Uh, Houston Dynamo was in fourth place going into the game. A win would be very helpful, but unfortunately, the Loons lost 0-1. to one. So the Loons keep losing, unfortunately, having a little rough patch here. That win, the win last Sunday was nice, but losing to Houston's kind of a bummer. Uh, they have five games, or actually, no, they have three games left, uh, and they are seven points behind, behind North Texas. So I assume at this point... Uh, the doubloons got to win every every game that they have left in hope that Texas does not do anything. So yeah, good luck to them. Hopefully they figure it out. Welcome back, Sam. So I didn't realize it was a doubleheader. Did a decent amount of the crowd stay? Uh, I don't know, but I know that they were they were talking about it a lot. Um, that that was something that they were preparing for uh, and giving people information for it. But that's kind of a fun idea, right? To have a doubleheader. Yeah. Between your, you know, your MLS team and then your MLS Next Pro team, I, I would that'd be fun to see the numbers. I would, I would have definitely done something like that if I was a younger person. That would be something yeah. I could have probably asked you to do, and we would have done that. But uh, unfortunately, I was busy. But that sounds like a fun concept. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's get on to the the big game against the Houston Dynamo. Houston Dynamo, fourteenth place in the West. 14 out of 14, so dead last. We've done pretty well in the Dylan Wompers Derby lately. right? We've, we've done pretty well. I'm, I'm just loading up our historical head-to-head that Justin has. 
Justin, it's redirecting me, man. Okay, you there be it is. There. there it is. Okay, so overall, overall, we are seven wins to their four. There are four draws. We've each scored twenty goals against each other. So while we we've done better recently, we've definitely done better we, recently, and overall we have more wins. Twenty I think we goals, have five wins in a row. I'd say. Yeah. Sending a lot of heartbreak towards Dylan Wampers. And I don't even know if this, does this count any U.S. Open Cups? Or maybe we haven't had any U.S. Open Cups against them? I, I saw some stuff on Twitter. I know that there's some people that are kind of over the Dylan Wampers stuff because we play them so much. I think it's I think it's kind of fun. It's more fun that we keep winning it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean... I think there's a difference between beating a dead horse to the ground and just this is what it is. It's the Dylan Wampers Derby. There's nothing wrong with that. At least it's something that came up organic and it's not just, oh, it's the nicest rivalry in sports with Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Let let your cool things be organic, right? Like the memorable things. That it is such a it is just such a funny thing, right? To have a meme-based derby essentially right like that's what this is it's a meme it kind of right like it was uh it was it was a glitch right it was right but, but the houston become, dynamo exactly yeah. right but that's kind of what a, a meme can be a lot of different things in this society uh these days but i'd say i'd say it's a meme i'd say that dylan yeah. Wamper's day is a meme the glitch just is like what the memification of it right sure <laughs> but yes no, we, I, I like it i'm not gonna stop calling it that so they are not good this year. Um, no. And I, we're going to talk about this game and we're going to talk about all the things that you want to hear. But uh, as some, uh, from watching the game, it was a very frustrating game, right? We did not look great, uh, but this is a prime example of what good teams do. And I know Sam experiences this more than I do as a Chelsea fan. But just those games where, like, you know that you're better than the team that you're playing against. And for some reason, you just let them hang around a little too long. Um, but you find a way to you find a way to to claw back and win. And that's what this that's what we did against Houston. We had no business winning this game. <laughs> At least like that's what it actually the, the XG says we won the game. Uh, but but I'm sure there are salty fans out there that are like, this is just as bad as a loss. Uh, but Forget about those people because we got those three points. Who are those? Those people don't. (laughs) There's somebody. No, I'm being legit. I know that they exist, but you would never say that barely squeaking out one against the 14th ranked Houston Dynamo was almost as bad as a loss. You would never say that. It's a win. It's a win. Three points are great. Yeah. So let's go over this lineup. Um, I, I think there's at least one thing of note here. So goalkeeper DSC, that's expected. Back line, we have Taylor, DeBassi, Boxy, and Benitez. Um, and, and that was, uh, we are um, Kamar Lawrence. Kamar yep. Lawrence, that's Kamar Lawrence in a row. Still out. Yep, he's still yep. out. He, okay. he, he was, we actually, we glossed over the injury report. Um, he, yeah, he was questionable for the game, but ended up okay. not playing. So hopefully we see him soon. We play. We we have a short turnaround. So maybe they were having him out this game, have this game off, so that he can come back and play on Tuesday. Sure. Midfield though, I wanted to bring this up though because Kervin Ariaga and Robin Lud. 
So Trap is back. Trap is available. And we had wondered, would Trap start? We had wondered if Trap would start. Oh, look, look who's back. Look who's back. Back again. We did oh, wonder if we wondered, we, we had a long conversation about this. And I think that we all thought that would trap would be back and that, that, or at least we all, that was kind of our thought process. Maybe that, that Bongi should go to the bench and be that super sub again. But alas, the person that was right was our friend doomsday. Jeremy, who is, was giving us heat in the group chat about how you cannot keep, you cannot get Bongi out. You got to just have load be in the middle, put, put trap on the bench. And, and that's what happened. He's stuck with what's been working. He's stuck with what has been the group for this this hot stretch that we had, and and I don't blame him for that, right? You you kind of ride the hot hand sometimes. That's the perspective to take. I guess we'll see <laughs> we'll see um, what happens after this game because all the excitement happened after Bongi was off. Ooh, and I I gotta say like we had a. We had a nice conversation about what do you do once Trap is back and available. And we had more interactions from from this than probably any take we've had this season. The only thing that we have discussed on the show that has gotten more people writing into us or commenting uh, to us, the only thing that we've had uh, on the show would be our our like love for Michelle Branch. And James not knowing who she was like that. That's the only other thing that people have written into us more about, which I, I still think I'm right. But anyway, that 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 is come and gone. We don't need to keep teasing him about that. What were we talking about again? Oh, yeah. Talking about blood, <laughs> blood staying in central midfield. And uh, trap going to the bench. <laughs> a lot of people. I wanted to give someone some shout outs. A lot of people wrote in to us about that. And I, I appreciated that. And I wanted to give them some shout outs. But I, I didn't. I didn't write their names down ahead of time. Um, we did, though, have Norga guy, uh, Nor- Norway guy, write into us. Disagreeing with us, saying that trap would be back in the starting lineup upon returning. Uh, so Nordega guy was probably the first person besides Doomsday D- Jeremy to write in and say, "Guys, you're wrong. They're going to keep, they're going to keep Trap on the bench. They're going to keep Lud in, at the eight, and they're the the eight or the six. They're going to keep Lud in central midfield in in some way, shape, or form, and they're going to keep uh Bak Bak not Baki Debasi. Oh my God, they're going to keep Lungwane out on the right wing." Norga guy was the first person to write into us. And he also suggested though, that we move the conversation from Michelle branch though. And he, he recommended Alanis Morissette. Ooh. Were you, were you an Alanis Morissette guy? Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, everyone sure. was. And it, it was even more fun when you found out that, uh, what was it? Uh, what's the guy's name in full house that all the songs are about from that first album? Uncle Jesse. Uh, Dave Coulier is the the actor. So he played. What's the other uncle? Joey. 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 Or oh. no, Dan. No, what's his name? He played Uncle Joey. Is that what it is? I can't yeah. remember their names. Anyway, you didn't know. Th- am I am I giving you new information? I mean i I haven't I haven't so watched all, too many episodes of E. So I believe. So you. all of. Like all of her big songs that are like angsty breakupy songs are about him. Okay. 
And he was, so he was like an older Canadian guy that she befriended. Uh, maybe I'm, I, I, like, you might want to look into this. This is, this is, uh, would they be about stuff. the same age? They are not. There's an age gap. So I know, because I was going to ask you, what is your favorite Alana song? Um, you had to pick one. Probably Jag a Little Pill. That was the album. What's the, what's, what, <laughs> yeah, whatever. What's the, um, gosh, no, here, let me look it up. Give right. me a moment. Da, 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 da. I'd say probably I like Head Over Feet. That's I think head over feet, head, head over feet might be my favorite because that's more, that's her love song, right? Yeah. Um, you Oughta Know is really good. Yep. That's the Dave Coulier song is You Oughta Know. Okay. All right. So, yeah, good stuff. Alanis Morissette, good stuff. Yeah. So, I yeah, I was trying to think of my favorite Alanis Morissette song. You could list any song off of Jagged Little Pill, and almost all those were huge radio hits. But I kind of like, because that album was very edgy. Very, very edgy album. More alternative. And, and I love edgy, and I love alternative rock. It's my favorite genre of music. But she had a song, uh, an album or two later, that was a little bit more poppy. It still had that signature... Alanis Morissette, like angst and talking about taboo subjects a little bit. Uh, Hands clean. Do you remember that one? So uh, that that one that one was about her relationship with a much older guy. I don't know that one. Yeah. So Dave Coulier was fourteen years older, or is fourteen years older. So a little bit of age gap there. Interesting. So yeah, Hands Clean was about her relationship when she was still a teenager, kind of getting started out. I want to say with like someone in the record business and, and it was yeah anyway it, it's a little bit poppier but still has that sort of signature Alanis Morissette angst and um you know just sort of taboo topics and all that sort of stuff pretty good pretty pretty good but to make a long story short Lud stayed in the central midfield uh, Longuane stayed on the right wing. Trap stayed on the bench. Yeah, we were wrong, folks. Sorry we about wrong. that. <laughs> we were wrong. Talk about them subs, huh? Talk about them subs. Yeah, obviously. Well, and obviously, Fregapane, Reynoso, Longuane, and Amaria starting up on top. Subs, obviously, Kelman comes in seventh minute for Debasi. Right after halftime, Trap does come in for Bongi. So you you see Trap go into the central midfield. You see Lud go forward um, through the right wing. 68th minute, you have Mender on for Kervin Ariaga, and in the 81st minute, you see Dinladi come on for Fregapane. So you so, you do see Trap come in. Yeah, I could see that being kind of, you know, if 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 this is what it's going to be, right? You're going to have Trap be off the bench defensive support. Um, this could be something that we could see. Because um, this well, brought... We were th- down. We were down a goal in that happened. Right, right. So who do you want Who do you want in that right wing spot when you need a goal? You want Robin Ludd. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we weren't fully wrong. Yeah. Um, Boggy didn't have a great game. 
I think that that's just kind of the nature. Like, we can't expect him to have an awesome game every week. Not every player does. Um, but yeah, he had a he had a pretty pretty lousy game um, when he was in there. I think that's why he was off at the half. It wasn't working. Let's try something else. Um, and and the change that change did help. Not to say that Bongi is not an awesome person to have on this team, but it worked this time to get him off and to get someone else to get a you know an actual central midfielder on and pop Robin Led back out to the wing. Uh, okay, let's let's say go go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was I was just gonna say one more thing about the first half. Right, I've I've gone on record in saying that I don't like these daytime games because I have little kids and I like games that take place when my kids are in bed. And so the first half was particularly a half where I was a little distracted, right? Like I, I was watching the game, but I was a little bit distracted. And I went to the highlights uh, later that day, hoping to just sort of recap everything on what happened during the first half. And I, I think literally the first thing that they showed in like the four minutes of highlights on an MLSsoccer.com, the only thing they showed in those four minutes of highlights from the first half was the Houston goal in like stoppage time. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a poopy it was a poopy half of soccer for both teams, and that the other team scored at the last possible moment. So it was just yep. like a, just like a, a, a half. You just really want to flush. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought that that was really funny. If, if that does not tell you about the first half, then I don't know what does anyway, stack guy, go for it. Yeah. So possession, we, we, we led possession 56 to 44 shots on target. Both teams that weren't able to do a ton. We were two for nine which is 22%. Uh, the two that we got, though, I guess, I wonder if... if I don't think Reynoso's counts. Does that what not is? count as a shot on target? Because it doesn't can't. get to... Yeah, it can't. Okay, so anyway. Um, two for nine, though, not great. Houston was three for nine, so 33%. XG, both teams were under one. <laughs> so we had 0. Yeah. 0.92 to their 0. 0.7. So a game, uh, there weren't just... just you know, the goals that happened were kind of special, like they had, they had just different circumstances, but just not an overly exciting attacking game. But okay. those goals were fun yeah. for us. And I mean, right, like the Luisa Maria, like bicycle kick, like what could have been if that would have just gone. That was sweet. Yeah, like that could have been the play of the year. I, I know we were just talking up last week about Franco Fragapene's uh, steal that led to a goal like that could. That that probably right now is our play of the year, but a bicycle kick probably tops that, right? Yeah, that would have been nuts. That was in in like the you you watch the the tape and it looks like it's gonna go in. Like it, it the yeah. angle at which they filmed it, right? It just misses. At least I think it just misses. But from watching it, I thought it was in. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, but it was not. Amaria, Amaria is an interesting guy. Um, he had some some really awesome plays, but also a couple just bonehead plays. There was one one time I can't remember when it was, but he was it was just a beautiful buildup, and he's three yards offsides, like just just sprinting. Oh yeah, it's just like how do you how do you do yep. that? Like <laughs> you're the striker guy, like like pay attention. 
but uh, he was able to redeem himself with a beautiful goal. <laughs> that and that's all that matters. That that is all that matters. Did I? Is he at nine goals already? Did I hear that? Uh maybe. He's been he's doing awesome. He's, yeah, he's been doing great. He could have you know he could have had he could have had two to three goals today. You know if 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 it wasn't weird. Because there was that other time too where he, oh, when was that where he had the ball like it was yeah, a beautiful nine goals. Sorry, go beautiful, ahead. He has beautiful cross. I can't remember who crossed it in, but there was just a beautiful cross and it it lands on his foot, and he kicks it sideways, which is incredibly athletic, but he kicks it directly into their keeper, like into yeah. his chest. That was another two where it's like, oh my gosh, how cool would that have been? Yeah, I you wonder know? if that was Benitez again. I, I don't know. Yeah, but but anyway. Well, hey, do you want to talk about the two goals? Instead yeah, we could talk talking about, about <laughs> instead of talking about uh, Amaria's misses. Like, shoot, like the guy just got his ninth goal, and we keep talking about his misses. So the first, so I guess we could just talk about all of them. So as Sam talked about the the first goal of the game, first minute of stoppage time, Corey Baird, uh, just a really nice pass by their right back cross into the box no one's with Corey Baird uh just on side did a great job keeping himself on was able to get a one-on-one and 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 puts it, he chips it in back of the net gets Houston that one goal lead going into halftime you know where we were kind of just okay I guess we're just going to be zero zero so halftime comes in I'm guessing Heath had a good conversation with the crew because they came back in guns a blazing ready to make plays making those switches uh, looked a little bit better, came a little bit close, right? We talked about those Amaria opportunities that didn't go in. Uh, looked like maybe we weren't going to win this game. Uh, but in the 79th minute, Reynoso takes a a, pen, a free kick, excuse me. It's a beautiful, beautiful hit. Uh, but we got a nice assist from Fafa Picot. I can't, I never know how to say his name. Uh, he tries to clear the ball, uh, but instead deflects it past his keeper Gets us on the board, one one. It changes the complexity of the game, right? So we went from feeling like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. We can't score. To now, it's a one one game, and we can we can steal this, right? Like good team, a good team finds a way. And sure enough, in the eighty fourth minute, uh, Benitez, it's Benitez and 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 Reynoso just have some beautiful yeah. play on that right hand side. They just look awesome together. They're really gelling with this, this their offensive play. Benitez takes the ball into the box, which is something we've seen him do a bunch of times already, and he's awesome at it. He takes the ball into the box, f- passes back to Luis, who does not miss this time. Beautiful goal. 2-1 loons. Let's go. And it, it is fun when you watch the celebration. You can see that Benitez almost starts to celebrate before Amaria hits hits that goal in, <laughs> because he just knows he he knows that he just served it on a platter for him. He's played so well. Um, just be, I I know yeah we can you can always you're always gonna hate on a on a uh, a right back or, or just any any back I guess right that 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 plays forward a lot like you're there are gonna be times where they're out of position you have yeah. to make up for it with your other players that is just how it works but uh, you know seeing it work out you, you're familiar with it right you like reese james he makes a lot of nice plays playing up you know like if he he doesn't get back every time that's just kind of what you got to deal with right 
with that style of play. So love what we've seen from Benitez so far. Just a great addition to the team. Right. So we're third in the table now. Third in the table. We have 13 wins, five draws, nine losses. We're at 44 points with a plus seven goal differential. The past 11 games. So of those 13 wins, eight of those wins came in the last 11 games. We've also gotten two draws and only one loss in that time. Outstanding. Team's playing great. They just keep chugging along, man. It's nice. Absolutely outstanding. Um, FC Dallas and RSL both drew, so we are one point and two games ahead of Dallas, who's in fourth. So sweet, right? That That is awesome. We are also five points and a game in hand ahead of Nashville, who is in fifth. Um, also five points ahead of RSL, uh, who, who would be on the same amount of games as us. So um, James actually left us this question, Justin. Austin beat LAFC. We beat Austin. Are we the best team in the West? <laughs> Such a James question. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, no, we are not. Um, but I, man, if, 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 if you can stay hot, like, you know, hopefully this is, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just knock in. Hopefully this isn't our last, you know, like this run, you know, doesn't this this isn't like end soon, right? And then we're we have a we have a cruddy stretch in the playoffs. That would be terrible. Um, I just hope that we can continue to keep this form for the rest of the year because this team looks awesome. Yeah, it looks like a really good team. Uh, if we could we we could beat anybody, and this these next few games are really important for that. We have uh, and we're going to talk about this in a second, right? But two teams that are that are in contention with us that are vying for these spots. They also probably want a home playoff game. Uh, we got, we got some competition coming up that's going to kind of show us more of, of what this team is. And if we can have success, uh, I think that it shows that we're a team that LAFC has to be worried about. Yeah, I don't. I think Austin knows what, that we're good. Like that was a playoff game when we played against them. It was chippy because they there's some intimidation there, and they know that they're a team that we're a team that they're going to have to worry about in the playoffs, right? And LAFC is coming to town in a, in a couple weeks too. Like that'll be another one that yeah. it'll be interesting, right? Because I think they've already have they already they've already clinched the playoffs. I think that that's that's true about LAFC already clinched the playoffs. Uh, but at some point they they might even clinch first place. So um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. But I know we're good. That's that's all I know right now is that we are good and hopefully we can keep this form. Right, and that and that's really what you ask for as a sports fan of any team is. Is your team in contention? And we are in contention. Are we the best team in the West? I, I think you have to say LAFC is. Is LAFC admissible? No. Um, if we keep winning, will we get our shot against them, assuming they also keep winning? Yes. It, it, right? Like, we are going to have our shot at advancing in the MLS Cup playoffs. LFG. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. Like, we're not, I, I mean, in there, there's quite a bit of regular season left. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, but we are in a good spot. We have a lot to be excited about, and I'm just having fun being excited. Agreed. Next up, next up, away versus RSL on Wednesday, August 31st. That is an 8.30 p.m. game. Which Could be sweet. 
Yeah, I'm excited for that. I think that'll be nice. Yeah, should be sweet. That's on one of my traveling days. So I, I was just talking about how much I enjoy the late games because my kids are in bed, but I have to travel on Tuesday and Wednesday. Oh, no. Yeah. Those are those are like the two days of the year that I have to leave my house. But anyway, they're, they're fifth place in the West. They are trending down with two wins in their last 11 games compared to our seven. Yeah, they are the reason why we're in third place. As our, <laughs> we have surged past them, right? Like they have, they have took a downward, you know, downward trajectory to our upward, and it's been fantastic. And hopefully, we can, hopefully, we can keep it up. Yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, we the last time we saw them, we beat them three to two on July third at home in Allianz Field. And then Saturday, September third, I actually am hoping that I will be at this game. I, I just. I just found out like an hour ago that I was exposed to COVID over the weekend. But hopefully I didn't get COVID when I was exposed to it because that is supposed to be the game that I go to with my old college roommate and will be bringing my daughter and probably even my son. So Saturday, September 3rd at 2.30 Central, that that is against FC Dallas. I'm hoping to be there. They are fourth place in the West. So beating them would be huge. Yeah, anything we can do these these two games, just giving ourselves distance from the people that are near us, is is huge. And and obviously, if we're trying to get, I don't know if second place is attainable. Nine or seven points, excuse me, seven points in how many games we got left? Seven games. Yeah, that might be kind of a too big of a mountain, but I think that we can really, really, really solidify this third place spot by having two two good games this week and getting third place that could be the difference between having to see lafc earlier in the playoffs so yeah we could beat austin if i'd take the third seat right like i mean obviously you got to win a game to get there but but i would feel very comfortable seeing austin in the playoffs yep to, for for a bid for the Western Conference Finals. So I know that's a long way away, right? Like there's a lot that can happen between now and then, but I, I third place would be really nice. Absolutely. Well, man, anything else you want to talk about before we log off for the night? No, nah, I just, just, just been really excited about this team. They've been playing super well. Uh, hopefully they can keep it up. I'm excited to watch these two games. I know that football is about to start, so that's kind of on the brains of people, but, but this is the end of the MLS season where... It's every game super important. You know, we're going to we're going to get down here and, and hopefully be cheering on an MLS contender. So excited for this home stretch. For sure. For sure. Let's just quickly check in on James. Seriously. It's an ad, James. What are you doing? Giving me truly ads. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, man. What are you sponsored by truly now, man? Go hit him up. Hit him up. Hit up uh, James's his uh, Twitch stream at some point when you get a chance. Yeah. Again, it's for charity. I, I know that it, it probably interests none of you because who knows what Escape from Tarkov even is. But no, I'm kidding. There's people out there that like it, obviously. James get like James has more Twitter followers than Justin and I. Yeah, he's cooler I than think, us on the internet. And I think <laughs> almost all of them come from his his gaming hobby. I I mean, we just talked about on the last episode, someone is flying him, paying him to fly 
from the Netherlands to Las Vegas and putting them up in a hotel for like the duration of this Halo tournament. That's how well known he is for commentating on live video games. So he is uh, he is a gamer. So if that interests you, check out his Twitch again. It's for charity. So what do you got to lose? Yeah, check him out, guys. Yep. All right. All right. Well, well, that's that's all we got. I, like I said, I got my first day back at work tomorrow. Um, just <laughs> I got I got to watch I got to watch uh, House of the Dragon tonight. So hopefully it's another good episode. Oh yeah, we didn't even get to that. All right, man. Peace out, pot on your loons. Peace out, pot on your loons. See ya. See ya.